This podcast is being brought to you by Brownstone Healthcare. I'm Dr. Cree, and you can find me on all social media at, at Dr. Cree, D-O-C-T-O-R-K-R-E. You can go to our website, www.brownstonehealthcare.com, or you can give us a call at 205-202-5650. Yes, sir. You still going to do it. But Who are you, man? I apologize. You don't know Jarita Smith? I haven't met Miss Smith. I miss Smith. Jarita Smith, Kelvin Datcher. A lot of times I I just I take I make assumptions. That's um that's Bishop Woods' granddaughter. Oh, outstanding. Yeah, yeah. So you're related to Clinton Woods? First cousin. All right. I've yeah. you through with Gino. Oh yeah, just forget that. Yeah, that didn't happen. Let's just pretend like that didn't happen. How about that? <laughs> no, you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Kelvin Datcher serves as the senior advisor to the mayor for special projects for the city of Birmingham. A native of Vincent, Alabama, Kelvin received a Bachelor of the Arts from Gettysburg College. He has spent his career in advocacy, communications, and public policy during tenures with Alabama State University, the Southern Poverty Law Center, Rev Birmingham, and the Jefferson County Department of Health. He currently serves in leadership roles with the 100 Black Men of Birmingham, the Advisory Board of the A.G. Gaston Boys and Girls Club, the Birmingham Zoo Board, and Sardis Missionary Baptist Church. He is married to Corliss, who is completing her doctoral story studies. Congratulations, Corliss. <laughs> and the father of three children. So, Mr. Kelvin Datcher. Yes, sir. Tell me a joke. You know, I, 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 I've been sweating about this one, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a dad, so it's going to sound like a dad joke. You know okay. So you'll kind of be mad at yourself, but you'll probably laugh at the end. <laughs> um, uh, let me see. Um, a ham, sa- a ham sandwich walks into a bar, but it gets turned away. Do you know why? Why? The bartender says, we don't serve food in here. <laughs> All right, you're going to have to tell another joke. You don't like I, that one? I love that joke. But you already said you came with more, and I love to hear jokes, so you got to tell them. Oh, Hold man. on. My, I go first. Okay, okay, I go okay, first. Okay, okay, okay. I invented a new word. Guess what it is? I don't know. Plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's my dad joke. <laughs> Your turn again. Um, let me see. There are there are three types of people in the world: those who can count and those who can't. <laughs> you win. You win. You did well with that one first. I like that one. <laughs> Good one, good one, good one. Thank you for starting us off with a chuckle, man. So Right, um, you can't count, right? So I named two types of people, but I got it. So um, look here. First, we haven't had a good love story in a long time. 
So, tell us you and Corliss's love story. How'd y'all meet or the proposal or whatever? Um, I'll tell you both. So, we met in Montgomery. I was working at Bama State, uh-huh. and she came down to Bama State uh, to visit one of her friends who I was working with at the time at the university. And we... Um, we're out at, at, at a party together, right? Uh-huh. And and uh, we met, hung out a little bit, talked, and then I asked a friend for her number. And I and I, and, and I was like, hey, I know your friend with my number. Like, I'm, let me just go ahead and, you know, let me just go ahead and give you my number. Because I know she wants it. I know she wants it. <laughs> okay. I, I, I don't think she did. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So right. I called her up that week, and then we met and hung out a couple times. Um and I think it was, uh, you know, that that was history from there. Cool. And, you know, uh, the 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 proposal was a little difficult. We uh-huh. were supposed to be on a trip to um, to Philadelphia. Okay. And she loved to travel. Like that is a that's a jam, right? The, you know, okay. you, you let her travel, she happy in life, right? I know she likes to go to um, Disney World. Yeah, yeah. Keep bringing that up. I appreciate <laughs> you. My, my my pocket shrinks a little bit every time somebody mentioned Disney World. So. Because, uh, you know, Mickey Mouse is pretty much a terrorist, right? You know? <laughs> right. He he will hold you hostage for every penny you got. Um, like me. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so we were supposed to go to Philadelphia, and I got a call about a very exciting opportunity I've been working for, towards. Um, and she was devastated. Devastated, because I really told her that day. Mm. But I had not told her that I was planning to propose to her in Philly. So uh-huh. while she's upset... And literally coming to tears, I said, I'm so sorry. You know, I wanted this to be special. She said, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't. And I said, well, I mean, I did. See, I, I have this ring. I was, I was going to propose to you. And she was like, yeah, whatever. I mean, you, all I know is we're not traveling. What did, what did you just Wait, say? Wait, what? what <laughs> we what? <laughs> what, what, what? You know, kind of bring that back a little bit. Uh, yeah. And so that, that's what happened. And so that's how you made up for and, it. And then we went to fish market with her mom and dad, and and that was that was a proposal day. Outstanding. Got married on a cruise to the Bahamas, and because and anniversary what? Uh, oh my gosh, twelve. Twelve. I yes, love sir. it. Um, a lot of my friends come on and um. You know, it's it's just me, you know, priding them to tell parts of their story right. that you know I want it. I want them to share. But then there are really, 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 really close people to me that come on here, and I really don't know their story. And so I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To to know how. This guy that I met working with Tyson, and we just hit it off and right. got to be close. Everybody's, but, like, everybody's like, oh, my God, you're friends with him? Because like, we, we hit it off immediately, immediately, right? Immediately. And they were just like, oh, my God, that guy. I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, but, you know. <laughs> I was trying to take up for you already. You know? Already, right. <laughs> so, man, where is Vincent, and how did it get you here? Uh, Vincent is about 20 miles down 280. Yeah. 22 miles down 280. Um, it's funny because I used to work at Lloyd's Restaurant on 280. You know what Lloyd's is? Yeah. So I used to work there. I started when I was 15. My first day, I remember uh, washing potatoes and wrapping them in aluminum foil. I remember, you know, I remember that. Ended up being a busboy and a like a you know uh, all all kinds of stuff. But it, you know, it was for me. It was great money. Yeah. I think 
I think minimum wage back then, I'm dating myself, was three thirty five. But hey, that that was smashing, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, that, hey, you know, put a little put a little gas in a Toyota Corolla. I'm so, trying to tell you. Uh you ain't got no rent. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? But, but you know, but you know, mama mama did look at the check stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, but it went. Yeah. Uh so um, you know, lived down there. My brother went to my brother's two years older than I am. He uh went to a program at the University of Michigan during his junior year of high school, and they drove around, and he found Gettysburg College in Pennsylvania, and it was just you know kind of a random thing. He found it, he loved it right away, but because I grew up in a small town with a brother two years older than me, there was no way in the world I was going to a small college with my brother who had you know overshadowed me my whole life. Right. And so I was actually going to go to uh, uh, either uh, more, more than likely Amherst College in in Boston. Or the University of Montevallo. I was a part of the very first upper bound program at Montevallo. Okay. So you know, stepping on a college campus for the first time, yeah, changed your your boy's life. Yeah. Right. And uh, walking on those uh, old brick roads they got at Montevallo, yeah. and uh, there was a lady named Addie Crutcher. Um, she was with the program. You know, they were starting up. They came to visit uh, all the high schools in Shelby County. Um, and they interviewed me, and and, and it didn't go so well. Um, I was kind of a I was kind of a you, – you, you're going to find this uh, very difficult to believe, but I was kind of a jerk. Boy, <laughs> and, stop. <laughs> in high school. I, 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 wasn't, I, I wasn't the most serious guy. I made really good grades and all that kind of stuff. Right, I just right, right, you know, right, right, just, right. You know, I was kind of irreverent. And uh, uh, so she wasn't going to pick me, but they somebody encouraged her to take a second look. And she came back, and she said, she said, you know, you didn't make a very good impression on me the first time. I hope you're going to do better today. Oh wow! So your boy kind of sat know, up straight in your chair, like did my Sunday school sit? Yeah, you know what I mean. Shoulder yeah. straight, and uh, and it was great, man. Um, because I went to a very small high school, we didn't have a lot of accelerated uh, math and science courses, and so that really is what got me great grades, um, great scores on my SAT and my ACT, and wow. it allowed open up a whole bunch of doors. So uh, that open round program was essential to giving me options in life. So. Shout went, out to Upward Brown. Yeah, so I went to Gettysburg, had a good experience there, lived in Philly for a few years, and I'm back. Yeah. And I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Um, what makes you so Birmingham? Especially, you're not from here, you know, but I, I have some thoughts. What do you think makes you so Birmingham? Because that's why everybody want, want to know, why are you on the show? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm so Birmingham because I'm hard-headed. <laughs> I, I, you know, I am. Yeah. Like, I'm stubborn. Like, I mean, like we are in this city. Yeah. You know, um, we see something and that don't mean we're going to stop, right? I mean, because yeah. when we make our minds up about doing something and getting something done in this city, we are at our best when we decide to be hard-headed. And we just plow through the challenges that are in front of you, sometimes those challenges are circumstances. Some of them are, sometimes those challenges are people. Yeah. And, you know, once we make up our mind about what we're going to try to get done, we do it. And that's the magic of the city. I love that. Well, this is what makes you so Birmingham to me. Um, I like to liken us to um, the West Wing. Okay. Like the show, yes, you sir. know what I'm saying? I love like that show. Different people, different parts of the White House, you know what I'm saying? Yep, it yep, it yep. really doesn't make sense why they are the chosen ones for the show, you they're, know what I'm saying? They're just there. They're just there, right? 
But if 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 Randall is is Bartlett, right? You are definitely one of the members of the West Wing building this city, rebuilding this city. I just told somebody in a meeting right before this started. I said, Kelvin Dash, you know what? All the bodies are buried. <laughs> and man, not to be from here, the love that you have for the city of Birmingham and the passion that you bring to your job and and your ability to say what it was, what it is now, and what it can be about any part of this city is impressive, sir, and I salute you for it. I, I, I appreciate it. And, and I'll say this, that's only – like, I, I think I'm a very hard worker. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, I still couldn't kind of have that excitement, enthusiasm, and quite frankly the knowledge about the city if people who live here didn't open up to me. Mm. And then give me that opportunity. Mm. And, you know, quite frankly, the number one, you know, the one number one stunner in that way for me is, is Tyson. I yeah. mean, Sheila Tyson. Yeah. Because she drug my tail from not just District 6 that she represented as a city council person, right? Because right? she was like, poverty does not know district lines. Mm. So when, when she had bags of groceries in the back of her car. Now, we may have gone to Princeton Towers first and we've been to Tittlesville <laughs> first, but that didn't mean we didn't end up. All the way across town, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe on the west side of Winona, yeah. maybe all the way to the east side, the Roebuck Springs, or you know, uh, that's right, uh, uh, to the north side somewhere, right? She went where the need was, and you began to. It was easy to see, um, because the reason it took her all day to distribute stuff because she can't just drop off a bag of groceries yeah. and, be, and be good with she it. She got to talk. <laughs> <laughs> she got, to but that's how I got to know the city because yeah. uh, an older resident she might come out on the porch and she could tell us everything that happened on that block and why it looks the way it did. Yeah, right. And so that informs me now because you know, you, senior advisor to the mayor, you called me, but now the mayor's re- assigned me to be in community development to do housing and homelessness. Right, mm-hmm. and I believe that you know. In our, in our communities that are struggling with crime, I don't want to put a block, a cop on every block. I want every block to have nosy neighbors, which means we got to build new houses. That's what I'm talking about. Hold on. we you moving a little too fast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. First, tell people how they can find you on social media. Uh, Kelvin Datcher, um, uh, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, at Kelvin Datcher, one word. Outstanding. And... When we come back, I want you to talk specifically about what you're doing with the city, what's coming up, and um, that's when you can get into what you work, what you came to talk about. <laughs> yes, sir. The Magic City's very own professional soccer team, Birmingham Legion FC, is in the middle of another successful season with a playoff push playing home games at Protective Stadium. For more information about the upcoming schedule and to grab tickets that start at just $7, head to BHM Legion and follow at BHM Legion on social media. Hammer down. By the time people hear this, this is going to be old, but I was, you know, just moved to share this with you today. Cole Kublik posted that Nick Saban just told us. on Mac and Cube, that last year was a rebuilding year. Mind you, 
Alabama won 13 games, won their division, won their conference, and the quarterback won the Heisman. I just thought I'd share that since our guest had some shit to say about your shirt. Roll Tide Roll. Um, you know, it was a rebuilding year, frankly. <laughs> it was. I mean, you got a you got a first year quarterback coming in. The best player in the country is is a linebacker who was a junior. Will Anderson last year, I guess he was a he was a sophomore. That boy that boy is going to he he going number one. Yeah. Like, you know, he is the best player in the country. Make Period. no mistake about it, right? But I think what Alabama fans saw is that even though you're the best team, that don't mean you always win. And I think Alabama fans have lost sight of that. We're the best team, and we always win. I don't know what the hell you talking about. You didn't about. win last like, year. You didn't I win mean, last year. You, 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 you really want to pull? That's what gets on my nerves about you, little irritating Auburn fans. No, 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 no. You, you know what I'm saying? You'll look at a at a body of greatness and pick out. You didn't win last no, year, no. though. What did you do last what year? What I'm saying to you is, Nathan, it should be Nathan, celebrated. Did you all have a winning record we last year? Made it to the Birmingham Bowl. <laughs> Although we lost the Birmingham Bowl, we 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 bought. We, we were very good to uh, my friend Zebby who owns Eugene's Hot Chicken down there. Shout out he to Zebby. <laughs> he made a lot of cash down there on, on game day. On game day. No, uh, oh, no, man. no. But like Auburn fans, uh, uh, Auburn fans are paranoid. Like think everybody's against them. <laughs> Alabama fans just like to see Alabama fans come off that season and not realize. It was still a spectacular season. Absolutely. But all season, they were mad at Bryce because, oh, Bryce don't run enough. Bryce don't do that. Bryce was like, he won the Heisman. Listen, listen, listen. I don't you know I'm hold the truth. Oh, I, you are absolutely telling the <laughs> truth. But I'm just saying, when I talk to you, I'm talking to a certain Auburn fan oh. that I enjoy. And please give me that same respect. Don't call me one of them. I, I don't even like associate with some <laughs> Alabama fans. I didn't see you at that. I mean, serious speaking, man, like I mean, it's a little embarrassing. I didn't see you at that poison no trees in Land Park now. <laughs> now, see, here here is me in a nutshell. Here is me in a nutshell. <laughs> I would never do anything like that. Nor would I be like, you know, I would say that's a good thing, but. If you say some shit about two seconds to me, I'm going for the trees. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you. Why would, why would that bother you? Because it, it was actually one second. It was actually one second. I would, Look here, man. What's your favorite charity? <laughs> Other than them regular ass trees in Tuma's Corner. <laughs> They, you know what? They should have set up a foundation for the trees, man. That's what you're saying. Um, you know, there are a couple, and I'll tell you this about about Birmingham. It is we are the one of the most generous communities. We, um, we voted number one. Yeah, I mean, we most we, charitable community in the country. And, and, and one of the things that we give as much as money as people give time. Yeah, and you'll see it in times of need, like when we have the the uh, warming shelters uh, in the and uh, during the winter time. And so, folks who who's either shout uh, out to you and Super Don Lupo, Lupo, get that name done, boy. Um, to, to, to watch a number of people pull up and drop off water or clothing or food or you know people showing up with huge pots of of, of chili, mm-hmm. right, that they made in their house. And quite frankly, and you know, 
they don't look like they got a, some of them don't look like they got a whole bunch themselves. But what they That's do have, they share, the yeah. right? So, I mean, I think there are specific charities. I love the Birmingham Promise, and I'll mention why. But I like just the, the way that we give in this city because it is pretty spectacular. But um, the Birmingham Promise is important to me because I grew up in, in a, in a single-family home. Mom raised five kids, and somehow she put five kids through college. Like, I ain't, you ain't going to tell me how she did Sweet that. Mama. That is that is some you know magical, magic dust. Some, I don't know how she did that. Cause I got two left at home and I'm struggling with two, right? You did. And, and so she put five kids through college, and so college opens up, and it, 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 you know, and this is a I don't know if it's controversial, but people like to say college ain't for everybody, but it's the experience of growth is for everybody, mm-hmm. right? Being around somebody you never been around before, who didn't come from where you came from, who don't think like you think, who don't worship like you worship who don't have what you have or you don't have what they have. That is how you grow in life because you can never – you got to be able to see something to be able to want to be something. And mm-hmm. so um, I, I believe in this phrase of, uh, 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 of, of new sites, higher heights, mm-hmm. right? If you see better, you can pursue better. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that kids in our Birmingham City Schools hear about the promise and are in some way oriented towards a thought of going on to more education after – after high school it's just you know Lawson State come on man what's, I hate better, what's better than Lawson State man oh I, I couldn't agree more but you know I hate <laughs> you, you, know you know you 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 have our hearts tugging and stuff but I gotta throw a funny, funny moment in here you know it's like I, if nothing else I'm glad the Birmingham promise is there so parents will stop acting a fool when they child graduate high school like they <laughs> Like they've arrived, bro. You know what I'm if, saying? If y'all, like if y'all they throw go one crazy. More, y'all throw one more big, big old party because boy, I didn't graduate from third grade. <laughs> you know I'm a, what I'm, I'm saying? A, I'm gonna pull up and pop all the balloons. <laughs> well, look here. If you don't answer one of these questions, we gonna pop your balloons, and you gonna have to make a donation to the uh, Birmingham Promise. <laughs> so let's start this thing off right. Alabama State or Alabama A and M. I mean, it's it's right there. I mean, if, if you choose to wear that maroon and white, then that's on you. I can't. You know what I'm saying? That black and gold just stand out for the for the Hornets, baby. And so you know. All right. It was the, a, I had a great tenure there. The Birmingham Legion or the Birmingham Stallions? Oh man, I mean, I love the Legion, man. Those games are fun. They are crazy. But man, the Birmingham Stallions, bro. They, I mean, they they date back with Raleigh Dodge and Joe Cribs and Cliff Stout. <laughs> and I, I mean, because we didn't have a lot of money growing, you know, when I was growing up. Yeah. But I won some tickets on like one show, one TV show. My mama drove all the way over here, picked up the tickets, and drove, and we sat at the very top. <laughs> yeah, at a at a at a, at a, at a still game. It like Boy, it's the best thing. Man, I, you can, look, I, ain't no Super Bowl was better than that day. I, I don't even remember who the style he was playing. Right, right. <laughs> Let's see, Birmingham Barons or Birmingham Squadron? Oh, now that's hard now, because you know, uh, shout out to my girl Felicia Douglas over there uh, doing great things with the Squadron. But they still knew, Doc, that, you know. I knew you were going to say Bears. Come on now. Come on now. You know, know, when they, that first year, first three, two and a half, three years, I was, you know, the on-field host for the Bears at those games. And so the the best thing about the Bears is Uh you can stand at the corner of 14th Street and 1st Avenue South on game day, like right about now. Yeah. 
and you can see people of every persuasion and age coming from everywhere, from Trustville, Calera, uh, uh, Wylam, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Rising West Princeton, uh, all coming for the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can go in there with your family with $50. And ball and out, come on and now. come out with change. <laughs> Civil Rights Institute or Negro League Museum? Now I'm gonna say the Civil Rights Institute, but let me just tell you the Negro League, Negro League Museum is up and coming. Mm. And the best thing about the Negro League Museum is those dudes who hang out there, those former players, whether they played in the Negro Leagues themselves yeah. or they played in the Industrial League because they worked up over there at Sipco. Yeah, and I was around a couple of men. I was the best shortstop Sipco ever had, man. <laughs> I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I played two games after working a double. I was like, yeah. like bro, but if you worked the double. It was probably 10 o'clock at night. Then you played. Um, yes, sir. I'm going to let you have your I'm moment. I'm going to let you have your moment. <laughs> Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? I'm going to have to say Vulcan because my, after my wife and I got married on a cruise, we came back and had our wedding reception at Vulcan. Okay. Alabama Theater or Lyric Theater? I'm going to say the Alabama because I've been to more things there, but the lyric is spectacular. All right. Biggie or Tupac? It was all the dream. Mine. <laughs> Michael Jackson or Prince? You know, I, you know that, that, yeah, I was thinking about that for some other reason the other day. Uh-huh. Prince is the musician. There's no question. He played every instrument. Roger Nelson was that dude. Uh-huh. But, man, I'm, again, a little older. You're showing my age. There was a morning where everybody in school was downtown in Birmingham, Alabama. Because he was rehearsing. At Sheraton Ballroom. Because he was rehearsing. Not ballroom, but the Sheraton Hotel. Ain't nobody even seen Michael. Ain't nobody even seen Michael. (laughs) Ain't nobody nobody seen Michael. Ain't nobody seen Michael. And then on TV, you know how every generation have their TV moment? The, the, The reunion show. Motown 25, I think it was. Michael dancing with the Jackson Man. 5. Then he told Jermaine them, you know, you know, hey, bro, y'all go, I got to do this thing. I love the old days. <laughs> and, and and the next day, everybody them pulled up they, uh, their jeans they, they tucked it in their white sock, homeboy. <laughs> see, see, y'all, that's a little older, y'all. Look that, here. That's look the here, Beatles man. moment, uh, you know. That, These that. are the reasons you are my dog right here. <laughs> yes, sir. I got warm and fuzzies right here. <laughs> Crossplex or Legion Field? Uh, I mean, Legion Field. Okay. Legion Field. Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena? So, man, what are you doing, man? <laughs> I mean, so so when, when the when the I'm mayor not make it easy when the mayor had the foresight uh, to invest ninety million dollars over thirty years of, of the silliest dollars, I was probably more excited about the 125 overall that went to the legacy than the 175 that went to protective. Not because protective wouldn't be great and spectacular. It already, it's already proven it. Mm-hmm. I mean, with Garth, mm-hmm. look, Garth Brooks was bananas. Bananas. I mean, it was like, it was. Insane. White, it was the white folks classic. I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It they, was they, white folks classic. They was up in here yeah. for three days, dog. Yeah. They got it in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They got it in. We need to bring back Garth every year. Come on. <laughs> Listen, and I got to show you the video where Garth was, 
the next day he was doing a social media review online and he was looking at different people's social media. I saw right? when he was like, he was like this, you know, guy this guy has guy right a good here, seat. He got great seats. His name is Randall. And someone says, uh, that's the mayor. You mean the mayor? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the mayor's Facebook page. But I mean, that was, it was spectacular. But, yeah. but you get so many more event days out of the arena than you do out of, out of the stadium. Yeah. If, you, if you're lucky to get a dozen good days out of the stadium, which yeah. are still economic generators, sure. right? But you can get 125, 150 out of Legacy. And now that, that with the way that they redid it, it is spectacular. We're now a first-class uh, venue for any concert in America. See, we are not we can't get Beyonce on a Saturday and Sunday, but now we can get on a Tuesday and Wednesday. There you go. You know what I'm saying? And in the spring, March Madness is coming back because they said they weren't coming back until we redid that stadium. The mayor made that commitment, the NCAA. Uh, the SEC signed on with us. The SEC signed on with the city of Birmingham because of that $90 million. Everybody get caught up in the stadium. And this spring, we're going to have March Madness in the ham. Look and, here. and let me just tell you this. Uh-huh. The guy who is the chairman of the NCAA basketball committee lives right here. He's a commissioner of the SWAC. His name is Charles McClellan, the first HBCU commissioner to be the chairman of the NCAA basketball committee. Look here. That's my home. That's I, my guy. I, I – I'm going to wind you up. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. My no, man. no, you ain't did nothing wrong. <laughs> I'm not even going to do the last this or that. I brought you here for the specific purpose of shutting people the fuck up <laughs> about what is going on in the city of Birmingham. Kelvin Datcher, go. If, if you don't see it, you don't want to see it. <clears throat> I'm just going to tell you. Because right now we understand that the mayor's Number one commitment. If I have to hear Randall Lee Woodfin say neighborhood revitalization one more time, <laughs> if I, right? And I and I joked about this, and he measures it, right? He doesn't. He don't want to. He don't care how it feels. He wants to know how it's what the what, numbers what you, say. What the numbers say, yeah, right? What does the data and, say? And so now he wants to know how many houses we're going to build, right? Right now we're building twenty-seven brand new homes in Bellevue Heights. Say it right now. Say it right over in North Woodlawn, not not the south side of Woodlawn that's doing reasonably well. Mm-hmm. The north side of Woodlawn, mm-hmm. we've been to build twenty-two over there. Twenty-two. We've been to build sixty-five new houses. We uh, between fifty-five and seventy-five uh, in one area of Pratt, and then you're gonna see spectacular new housing and some retail around one Pratt Park. You understand what I'm saying? That one Pratt Park is going to be nice. We, so we gonna, people want to live around four things typically, right? Library, schools, parks, and churches, right? Uh-huh. So we're going we, you know, we, we have these amazing. My fat ass was stinking food. <laughs> See, we can move. <laughs> We can move food. I mean, I get, you know, I I get Kelly Caulfield to pull up in a food truck or okay. somebody. As long you know, as y'all can, bringing some food, we man. We can move the food around a little bit. But 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 the retail will follow the residential. Yeah. See, once we build those homes, it's going to help us pursue grocery stores. It's going to help us pursue jobs. It's going to help us pursue uh, other kinds of retail. And it's going to incentivize entrepreneurs from this community that will say, if people are moving there, I can take my shot at building my business there. Yeah. Right. And we're going to build houses. And right now we have an RFP out. Uh, the mayor has authorized a down payment assistance program, $10,000 in down payment assistance. Yeah. T- explain that. Absolutely. And the, um, that other loan, the business loan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So on down payment assistance, we're going to be securing an administrator right now. I think that RFP 
we'll have closed on, on August 5th, uh, and then someone will be out there providing uh, credit counseling, helping folks get ready to buy a home, and then the city going to chip in $10,000. Um, I, think, I think we have $500,000 already in our first pilot pool for down payment assistance. Oh, right now, God. the houses we're building in Bellevue Heights and in Woodlawn, and we're going to do it in Smithfield and Pratt, the city council uh, accepted the mayor, supported the mayor's initiative for affordable home ownership. Not affordable housing, affordable home ownership, right? That means we are putting an average of $20,000 in those homes. So mm-hmm. when you walk in those homes right now, you have equity. You already own something, right? Now, when you do, you add your $10,000 down payment assistance, and then you do $20,000 in subsidy, and then you do, uh, we're going to use our community development block grant dollars to actually acquire that property. Man, we're going to be reducing the prices of homes, you know, by up to $50,000. That's amazing. So, and and, and this is why I'm, I, I, I've always wanted to be in public service because at one point my mom had uh, five kids and we moved into public housing in my hometown. Mm-hmm. And she gathers and she said, you're not, going, you're not going to scuff up the wall. You're not going to mess up the floors because we're going to be gone in, in three years. Mm-hmm. And, and some other family's going to need this. And in three years... Over that three years, my mom would buy a microwave on one payday, maybe. Maybe towels after that or drapes or something, right? And she left. And in three years, we had an FHA loan to buy our family house. I remember standing in the footprint when it was being built, Mm -hmm. and she took us out there. And now that she's paid off that house, she's doubled, almost tripled the size of that house, and that is what what we in the black community call our home house. The home house. You know what I mean? The home house, right? And... That only happens because we leverage, someone leveraged the power of government, right? They leveraged that power for upward bound for me, for public housing, and then an FHA loan for my family, right? For too long, we have allowed people to uh, castigate and, and, and kind of demonize government, right? We know this. Government was used against our people for a very long time. Now, we have the opportunity when we elect folks like Randall Woodfin and Wardy and Alexander and those kinds of folks, right? Sheila Tyson, when we elect those kind of folks, then the, the power of us, because that's what government is, it is us, can be leveraged to change any community that we want to change. All right, so now, right, right now, that's what we're doing, bro. I, neighborhood I, by couldn't neighborhood. A, I couldn't agree with you more. But let's not act like people aren't taking advantage of that now. Oh, All people right. always will. All people right. always will, All right. right? And so... Because somebody did wrong on one, all, that ain't gonna be- I, all I'm saying here, all I'm saying here is let's not demonize people like me who want to hold the government accountable no, no, for those no, 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 dollars no. neither. You no, know no, what no. I'm saying? And, and, and I think what you'll see from us is transparency. You ask me a question, Absolutely. I'll give you an answer. Absolutely. And, and sometimes that, you know, we haven't done it the best way. And that's why, you know, the one thing I appreciate about the mayor is he gives us the opportunity to have pilot projects before we take things to scale. So we got a million dollars for affordable home ownership. Now he's talking about $10 million in the next tranche of American Rescue Plan, right? But Taking I'm just saying, like, the whole the mom, the mom's money, really? What about it? The guaranteed um, um, guaranteed income. Guaranteed income. Yes, yes. Yeah, how come some brothers can't get it? I'm nah. just saying. Now, hold on, you would have that question. Saying. No, no, we're gonna have that question. You wanna have that question? Yeah. 
Because brothers ain't doing right for the most part. Now we, you want sisters ain't doing right for the most part. Who care in these families? Who care in, care in black families? Straight to hell, black women. Well, I, I am, I am like I, I can't, I can't worry about your love life right now. What I'm <laughs> no, talking about? I'm just, what no, I, no, I'm no, the, no, I'm talking about my mom. We can. Let, no, let me, no, I'm, no, no, I'm talking about. Hold on. Hold I on. know, but I'm, all I, I'm saying is, show. if you're going to, if you're going to vilify a whole group, I'm a vilify. I didn't. Group. I didn't we know good and we know good and well. All brothers ain't doing bad. You know that. Just like we know all sisters ain't doing bad. So don't do not do me like you that. You did it first. I know. I, Maybe I did. I don't remember. <laughs> hey, but all I'm saying here the tape? is. I know, ain't, I know I'm, I'm a guest. I know I'm a guest. Y'all rewind the tape. Look, if we, you know, we going to do these things for the sisters, cool. Tell us when something going to come down the pipeline for the brothers. That's I, all and, I'm and saying. I, and, I, and that's a fair question. But what, we, what, what we're not going to do is pretend like. The majority of, of African American families in this city are not black women. They sixty the just, the numbers just came out. There are sixty percent of uh, households in the state of Alabama are run by black women, and where you want to say, well, that's a reason for us to spend money. I want us to say that's a travesty first. Well, that, no, no, it, it is not where we need to be. Absolutely not. We know that. That 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 two parent families tend to be more successful than 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 the one parent, just because of. I mean, you got four, you know four hands and and four eyes looking at all them kids, right? And then when one person's feeling bad, you got somebody else there. When somebody got to work a double, you got somebody there. There's no question of what is best, but I have to look at what is, and what is what I what I know of what is 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 that African American females are carrying our community at this point. I mean, it's just. I mean, those are numbers. Uh, those are them numbers. Them, that 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 they're not you gave carrying. Me a they're not carrying. Well, I, I, you, I, you, they're there. They're existing. They're not carrying. I, you know, I, we'll we'll, dis, we'll we'll agree to disagree. Or we'll disagree. Or we'll disagree. Before we go, <laughs> you got to tell us about y- y'all putting up money for housing. You putting up for money money for businesses too. Yes. So we've got quite a few things. So Cornell Wesley is a dynamic director of innovation economic opportunity for the city. We're doing we're working with uh, two very important uh, uh, African American owned entities, Birmingham Business Resource Center and Bob Dickerson, who's a phenomenal. Um, and then um, we also have um, Jason Eppinger, who leads Citizens Trust Bank. Right, mm-hmm. they're going to be uh, managing small business loan and grant programs to get dollars in the hands of business people who are getting at it. Yeah. Right, who just need that little bit of, of help, you know, grants and loans up to ten grand per, mm-hmm. right? And we know that these micro loans, these micro grants, are often the the the, the small little bit of space between failure and success for African well, American businesses. Well, check this out. Then what we'll do is we gonna thank you, yes, sir, for coming. You gonna apologize for yelling at me, man? You be hurting my feelings. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know it's football season. Come Arm, on, see, listen, and Arm ain't gonna be good. Explain the contrition that I just showed. I, 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 I bet he dropped his head, but he don't mean it. He don't mean it. Listen, you know, Arm is, I listen, do mean it. And you know, Arm's gonna be bad. Like you should be feeling. I need, I need some empathy, bro. I need. Look here, man. I want to thank you for coming, but seriously, I just thought, why don't we call Cornell Wesley? Absolutely, and have him on next. Absolutely. When I tell you I love arguing with me, some Kelvin Datcher. I love arguing with Kelvin Datcher.
Maybe it feels a little more. But I want to thank my dear friend. I mean, not just a colleague, but a true friend for joining us. I want to thank you for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63, Our 360 News, and UrbanHam.com. God bless. This podcast has been brought to you by Jefferson County Sheriff's Office.